Listener Production. Bring in the drip, the pee, and the love. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, you surprised me with uh, a reminder about the date today. Um, and I, in classic form, kind of forgot. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, there's still time to uh, redeem myself. It is the day of love. That's right. So we'll be covering that one. It's also uh, a day of self-love as well. So um, we'll be covering that too a bit later on. Just like someone covered. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> we, just, we can't give everything away when we say hello to you here, but we can say thank you very much for downloading our podcast. I am Alex. That is Matt. And let's jump in to All Day Breakfast. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, Bron, what mm-hmm. are you? What, what are we doing tonight? I'm still doing FebFast, man. So, um, you know, I'm trying to keep it easy, stay stay at home, um, yeah, eat well. What are you doing yeah. for Belinda tonight? Don't tell oh. me you've forgotten. Oh, fourteenth of Feb, Valentine's Day, mate. Ooh, um. <clears throat> I, uh, I will, I've just got to, uh, you got to head go. out for a sec. I, I will be back. Uh, Bron, anything you uh, and Steve celebrating this year? I will be seeing Blink-182 without Steve. Oh. Tonight. Yeah. Oh, tell him you love him by going to see three other guys. Yeah. I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. Yes, you will. Uh, Bron. No, it is, you know, not everyone gets involved in it. That's totally fine. But for the lovers out there, I hope you are having a, a good evening today. Um, I thought instead I'd give a shout out to the people who maybe not feeling so so good on a, on a day like this, where everyone's reminded of love and everything and all the good stuff. Mm. Um, potentially could be still a little holding a bit of anger and resentment over a, a relationship gone wrong. Oh, no. Who, who could but, that be? Well, it could be anyone. Could be anyone out there. Mm. I'm just letting you know that there is an option to potentially, depending on what you're into, make yourself feel better. Because the San Antonio Zoo is offering a, a very special Valentine's Day initiative for those scorned lovers out there for just $10. The zoo will name a cockroach after your ex <laughs> and then feed it to an animal. <laughs> no. I mean, it would be kind of cool having a cockroach named after you at the zoo, would but the feeding sweet. to the they're feeding to the animal to the animal. That's a real sign, isn't it? Well, if there's yeah, there's a little numbat or something that eats little insects or something. It's the annual Crimea Cockroach Fundraiser, which supports the zoo's vision of securing a future for wildlife in Texas and around the world. So did I say San Antonio Zoo or San Diego Zoo? It's San Antonio Zoo, yeah. <laughs> if you're not into feeding bugs, you can do a vegetable for five dollars. So you can name a carrot after your ex or something. Mm-hmm. They also offer a rodent for $25. Oh, that's the premium, is it? <laughs> that is that is your ex-devoured animal Bugatti, the $25 <laughs> option for those high rollers out there who want to invest heavily in symbolic devouring of creatures named after someone that you're not as, not as big a fan of any, anymore. You literally name a rat. I mean, 25 smackaroos, that's pretty, that's a, that is a big investment. 
I mean, do you want, yeah, me, to, do you want like, me to get all steak knives on you? I can. You... <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> Those with an especially stubborn ex can pay for a $150 upgrade, which includes a personalised video message to the recipient <laughs> showing their cockroach, rodent or vegetable being devoured by an animal. <laughs> it's incredible. This is according to CNN here. Uh, the annual event is a hit, says Sile Perez, the zoo's director in public relations. Last year, they received more than 8,000 donations from 30 different countries. This is a big moneymaker. It's a big money spinner. That's so much money. What's that, 8,000? I mean, even times, what, 8 times 5? 8,000 times 5? Yeah. Oh my god! I'm not sure how much a cockroach is sitting you back these days, but it's pretty, pretty not a bad one. It's Forty thousand dollars at least. I mean, that's not that's not even counting anyone who's going to the dealership. You know, getting the Cadillac. And uh, you can you could you could do this in your own time. You know, revenge is a bit dish best served via an insect uh, into a I don't know marsupial or snake's something. Snake's mouth. Yep. Um, you can also opt to send your ex, a digital Valentine's Day card informing them that a cockroach, rodent or veggie was named after them and fed to an animal. That is pretty vindictive stuff. <laughs> I mean, copying that from your ex-partner. You're really not over it if you're naming ro- like rodents. Yeah, if you are doing that, it's, it's probably the joke's on you. If you're, <laughs> if you're sending it. If you're just doing it as a fun little thing to, you know, keep the animals fed and make yourself feel a little bit better inside, but... Yeah, I don't think it's your ex-partner's going to be come running back if you <laughs> if you send him a video and there's a rat named Celine being eaten by a carpet python. But it's an option, is what I tell you. For those of you who aren't coupled up today, that's something anything, you could be doing with your night because if you submit uh, it before Valentine's Day, which given we're in Australia, should be all good to go right now, um, you could, the San Antonio Zoo will, will do your bidding. I get the feeling it would only validate their decision. (laughs) Now, Matt, the last thing I would like All Day Breakfast to descend into is the lowest common denominator Mm. constantly. We we try our best to maintain a sense of integrity when it comes to our program. Mm Mm-hmm. And so as soon as I saw an article that I thought, well, that's a, that's a little bit off, I, I stopped and I said, you know what? I'm not going to give people just that. I'm going to temper this news article with an incredible uh, piece of news about science and technology that, that's particularly mind-blowing and shows the intelligence and ambition of the human race. Okay. So uh, you're telling me that there's two stories here. One is a little bit gutter you know, lowbrow, yeah. and the other is a redeeming yeah. story. Well, let's, okay. let's, let's, just to make sure, you know, you don't want to be tuning in and just going, oh, I'm not learning anything here. So that's why I'd like to tell you that there's a new device, device that lets a man sense temperature with his prosthetic hand. Oh, okay. The ability to re- differentiate between cold, cool, and hot objects advances efforts to restore touch. That's incredible. So someone with a prosthetic limb mm. can now feel whether something is hot or cold. Yep. A man by the name of Fabrizio, he's 57, mm-hmm. he teamed up with some researchers from Italy and Switzerland. They've attached the device and it made him be able to identify cold, cool and hot bottles of liquid with perfect accuracy. He can tell the difference between plastic, glass and copper, 
with a significantly better um, result than just pure chance. And you can sort steel block blocks by temperature with about 75% accuracy. Oh my goodness. This is incredible stuff. I mean, people are putting, you, you know, computer chips into people's brains. Groundbreaking. Uh, you know, sensory aspects of their life into their prosthetic limbs. Why? Wow. I mean, what's, this all sounds like a good thing. It's great. It's much better than the man who slipped off his handcuffs thanks to the lube he was using to pleasure himself in Vanderbilt University Library. 25-year-old Mark Cowart was booked for masturbating at the library, uh, responding to reports of a man watching pornography on the computer. They then received a second call that he was now actively masturbating. <laughs> oh, no. At the library? The library. It was at the library. The public Of all places. Library. Um... It's, it is a thing where you see a bit of smoke coming from the volcano and then you go, okay, it's act actively er erupting now. The volcanologists need to get here ASAP. Problem is when the officers tried to handcuff him, he was able to slip away due to an unknown substance on, on both hands. Um, so the substance that he was using to commit the crime also helped him avoid the punishment for the crime. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that's one thing from the library that I hope he doesn't return. Indeed. All right? You know the craziest thing about this article? What? It's from Scoop Nashville. All right? Um, Very well reputed uh, media outlet. Scoop exactly right. Nashville. Um, it's, it says, home, watch Scoop's Most Wanted, Nashville Arrests. Um, this article, it says, 25-year-old, it says the dude's name and it was booked on February 6th. And then I, I, like I click the link, I'm like, you know, try to do my research for this. Mm. Click the link. It goes to his personal Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? He has 84 followers. <laughs> his profile photo is like a, a skull with like flowers coming out of it. He's got two photos. One of his on a, mo of a motorbike. The other one of what looks like a lightning striking a Bald, a cartoon of lightning striking a bald eagle over an American flag, which is then covered with a Confederate flag. So they are not keeping the library masturbator <laughs> anonymous. Although if it wasn't him, this dude, you'd be pretty, pretty upset that someone's linking your gram. Let you know you slipped out of your cuffs due to the lube you were using at the library. <laughs> Um, anyway, we tried it. Drippy. One of those mornings, Alex Dyson. Well, we've all had one of those mornings. Mm, trying to do a good thing, sitting with my beautiful daughter, Sophia, mm -hmm. um, playing the Wordle together. We like doing the Wordle. Oh, she's getting good at that now? She's getting pretty good at it. I mean, she doesn't know heaps of five-letter words. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, to be fair, my back is hurting from doing all of the heavy lifting <laughs> um, when it comes to solving the daily puzzle. But um, we're getting back on a good streak. And, uh, you know, every morning I make a smoothie, which she shares in. Chuck the strawberries, the blueberries, the mango, the banana, the avocado, oh. baby spinach. 
Where'd that avo come from? Yeah, I know. It thickens it up a little bit. Bit of baby spinach, bit of lime juice, bit of coconut water. Zhuzh, zhuzh. Hello, taste. Um, it's got a, a nice thick, <laughs> thick. Thanks for visiting. <laughs> it's got a nice thick red berry color to it. Really? With avocado and baby spinach, you managed just to a still little get bit of avocado. Just a little bit of avocado, and the baby spinach turns into little bits. Anyway, the point of the story, Daiso. No, no, no. The point of the story has changed. <laughs> what color do you think that smoothie would be? <laughs> Messages, because I reckon it's a green one. I don't it's think not a green smoothie. When, when you've got avo and that, it always overpowers the green. The green always comes out on it's top. It's a sliver of avo, which is not going to be any color really. And then it's got the, the 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 little bits of baby spinach turn into like the little the little bits in it. They don't, they don't color it. All right. Anyways, it's a rich color. It's a very deep red. Okay. Which is why I cried. Internally and externally, when while playing the Wordle, Sophia dropped her entire berry smoothie on our jute rug. Oh no! Now you got to remind me what a jute rug is. It's one of those ones. I, I mean, I don't know how to describe it other than like, kind of like, it's kind of like hessian, maybe. It's like it's one of those like scrappy kind of bamboo circles. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like rugged and rough. Yeah, just scratchy on your feet. Um, and I tell you what, not easy to clean. <laughs> Wouldn't think the old jute's that absorbent. I haven't seen anyone using a jute to clean up a spill before. Yeah, you don't have the jute cloth. <laughs> just by I, the sink, do you? Yeah, I've never stepped out of the shower and said to someone, pass me the jute. <laughs> it, it doesn't soak up anything and nor... But nor does it release anything. Right. Where does it go? <laughs> it Where just it gets trapped. Then? It just gets trapped. Everything gets trapped in the fibers, man. Because it's woven. So it's sort of in the in in purgatory, in jute purgatory. <laughs> it's just there's just little bits of there's little strawberry seeds in there for days, man. Well, luckily it was on the jute, because it, from the way you were saying, I thought it was in the bed, but I was gonna say, no, no, you don't allow like coffee in the bed. I'd allow I'd, wouldn't think you'd have a five-year-old with a smoothie I in the bed. I am anti-food or drink in the bed except for water, like strictly against mm. it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so so then suddenly it just ruins your morning, man. Mm. Like, because then you're everyone's on all floors. Everyone's <laughs> on all fours, all floors and all on all fours. On the floor on fours, Just yep. dabbing. And then I'm getting in trouble because I'm not dabbing right. And it's <laughs> Belle's, you know, precious rug and I'm... I'm scrubbing instead of dabbing, yeah. and I should have been watching Sophia instead of playing the wordle with her and like making sure that she didn't tip the glass Where's over. Where's Sophia in all of this? She managed to make a quick exit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suddenly it's time to put her school uniform on. You can't get her to put her school uniform on ever until she drops the smoothie on the jute. <laughs> Suddenly she becomes. Suddenly, once it hits the jute, it's time to scoot. That's what I always say. <laughs> Off she goes. Off to school. Thank you very much. Have a good day, Dad. She's like, I'll walk there myself this morning, Dad. Don't worry. Out yeah. the door. And then literally dabs at you as she leaves <laughs> just to just to rub it in as you try to rub it out. Unbelievable. I know. So, so did know. you manage to is the jute ruined? Oh, uh, it, it's Belinda did an incredible job with like, like salt bicarb. I mean, we were on the phone immediately. We're we're, we're doing full blown jute, you know, rug 
rug doctor kind of websites. Like, what okay. do we do? Yeah. How do we save the jute? I was worried that it was water stains because jute, if you put water on it, that that, that stains it. Yeah. What? You tell me. What? <laughs> what sort of good fabric gets stained from water, man? Well, I don't like <laughs> coffee tape. Wood does. You can you can do little rings around your coffee nah, you cups know what? and stuff. If water's staining you, you're soft. All right? You're weak. You're a weak material. You are a beta material. All right? <laughs> Getting stained from water. Yeah. <laughs> you absolute softy. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you, pillows. <laughs> I mean, how are you getting all yellow from water? <laughs> For me, just sleeping. Go to bed with wet hair. All of a sudden, it's like a, a dip my pillow in turmeric. What am I, sweating highlighter ink? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> um, yeah, water. Water needs to do better. <laughs> but anyways, I asked you, what have you spilled? Uh, Jackson got in touch, said I spilled a large container of coriander seeds down the stairs at Ooh, work. Oh, down the oh. stairs. Oh, Jackson, mate. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. that's that's not a good slinky, the coriander seeds. Yeah. How would, it wouldn't even be that good a Home Alone trap either. <laughs> it might make a little crunch, but wouldn't be getting many criminals with that. Um, all right. Uh, Therese, Therese got in touch with us as well, said, um, or Therese, said, when meeting a former boyfriend's family for the first time at a barbecue, I spilled a massive, possibly five litre, container of beetroot down the front of my flowing white dress that was meant to make me look down to earth and peaceful. I ended up looking <laughs> like a murder scene. Oh, no. Oh. Just recreating a scene from Carrie as you walk in with just the beetroot all over you. It is a real beetroot <laughs> Carrie situation, isn't it, <laughs> Therese? Very sorry to hear that. And Kaylin said, I spilled a 750 mils of literal bloody poo. What? Poo. She spilled poo five centimetres from a disposal bin. She's a well, nurse. Oh, okay. Uh, hashtag nurse life. Okay. But does she mean like literally bloody poo or like yes, oh, I would bloody say that poo there was, again? No. <laughs> no, she says literal bloody poo. I mean, that's a squirmy warning if I've ever heard one. <laughs> my friend, well, here, my, my, um, my cousin, while we were at his place for Christmas and he, um, he opened what, like he picked out one of the bin bags from the bin, like the bin sure, was full, so he picked it up. Out. Yeah, yeah, but it split at the bottom. The entire contents of the bag, everyone's food scraps, pouring out of the ground, and we had a lot of prawns that day. <laughs> there was the juice, the antlers, everything, <laughs> little antennas, the claws, the shells, all over the carpet and kitchen floor. Dear OD, you do I, not I, want to be seasoning your floor with decapitated crustaceans. <laughs> if I know anything, I know that. Yeah. Seafood stock does not a clean carpet maketh. <laughs> um, but thank you for keeping in touch with us at Alex. You can always stain our jute with your <laughs> stories. <laughs> Sounds sexy, doesn't it? Not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> Not particularly. <laughs> hey, baby, stain my jute. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby, stain my jute rug. We thank you for joining us. Uh, it's been a whole heap of fun, and uh, we'll be with you again for a big show tomorrow. Yeah, can't wait. See you then.
That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.